Okay, part two on your guide to profitable inventing. During this video, I'm going to talk about prototypes. You see, I love building prototypes. In fact, I've been working with my hands. I studied as a sculptor. I love having an idea in my head and building it so it comes to life and I can see it. There's nothing greater. It's magical to see those ideas come to life. But at the end of the day, if you want to be a profitable inventor, you need to be smart. You need to be frugal. You need to save your money. You need to test those ideas. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. You see, if you were to build a prototype on every idea you have, you go broke and you will not be a profitable inventor. There's a lot of people out there that are telling you, hey, you have to have a prototype. See, I think they're coming from it from a different perspective because I don't think they've ever made a living being an inventor. That's why they're saying that. So you have to be careful. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to be smart when people ask for a prototype. So we always talk about the first thing you need to do is put together that sell sheet, that one-page advertisement that has the, the big benefit at the very top and it has a, a beautiful a photograph or a 3D rendering, computer-generated graphic of your invention and maybe some of the features to sell the benefit first. That's the most important part. You're going to reach out to those companies, those open innovation companies, those companies that want to work with us, and you're going to pitch that idea with your one-page advertisement, which we call a sell sheet. Now, if there's interest, this is what you're waiting for because you're selling the benefit first. It's really smart. It's easy to do. If there's interest, they're going to say, look, maybe, maybe. They're going to say, do you have a prototype? Do you have proof of concept? I love when they ask that question. That's a great question that um, it shows that they're interested. So when they ask that question, what I want you to do now is slow it down, go back to them and say, yes, I can build a prototype. I have one. But first of all, I have to understand what type of prototype are you looking for? You see, because there's all these different types of prototypes and some of them can get very, very expensive. And sometimes you can just Frankenstein yourself, build one yourself to show proof of concepts so you don't have to spend a lot of money on a prototype. So please just ask them, what are they looking for? Once you find that information, right now, and especially if you cannot build one yourself, not everybody can do that, you need to find someone, a company to build a prototype for you. This is what you need to do. Whoever's going to build your prototype, make sure they have a lot of experience building prototypes. They've done it before and talk to them about the type that you need get timing, get pricing, all that stuff. But ask them, how much experience do they have with actually taking a prototype and then going to manufacturing? If you find someone that can build a prototype for you, but it cannot be manufactured, you're just wasting your time and the company you're showing your idea to. So make sure they have a little experience with building prototypes in terms of how is it actually going to be manufactured. It's a smart thing to do. Also realize, once you get that prototype in your hands, and maybe you've, you reached out to three or four companies, you got a great price, they have a great reputation, you kick the tires on those companies, but you actually get it now and you touch it and you're feeling it and you're loving that prototype. Realize 
the minute you send that, that prototype off to the company, things can go wrong and they will go wrong. So this is what I'm going to share with you how to protect yourself. Number one, you love your prototype. You know how it works, but maybe the company you're going to send it to, maybe they don't know how to use it correctly. You want to control the pitch. And how do you do that? The best thing would be to you to, to go out to the company, show them the, how your prototype works, and you control the, the demonstration. You control the pitch. But during COVID, that's not going to be probably realistic. So what can you do? Have a Zoom meeting, have a Skype meeting, show your prototype how it works. But also videotape your prototype. You control the pitch. Do a great little one-minute video of how your prototype works. And that's fantastic once you have it. So ask those companies if you can do a demo. If you cannot, make the video, like I said, and get them on Skype. Have instructions so when they do get it in the mail, they can actually use it correctly. Because if they don't get it, if they don't use it correctly, and this has happened to me, they get it, they try it, it doesn't work, they put it back in the box, leave it in the corner, and you never get a call back. That happens a lot. You have to make sure they're using it correctly, but the little, like, use it correctly with your video or instructions so they know what to do with it. Also, pack that prototype up carefully because during shipping, it could break. And if it breaks, and it's happened to me too, you've spent a lot of money and it breaks and you have to do another one. It's just, it's not a good thing. So be very, very careful. Like I said, if you can hand deliver it, even better. But sometimes that doesn't work. Have instructions, do the video, make sure they get it. You have to do that. Also realize there's a very good chance they're not going to send it back to you. And that's going to break your heart because they're very busy. I know it's expensive to you. They, they're looking at a lot of products. Sometimes they'll put it in the corner, but sometimes they don't even send it back. So whoever's building your prototypes, make sure you get a price for a second, third, or fourth prototype. Wow, because the first one's the most expensive one. The second, third one's gonna be a little bit less, but know what the price point is because you might need multiple prototypes. That's why I want you to videotape it in case something goes wrong. Also realize that prototype has a lot of value now. Because when you talk to the people that are building that prototype, you're going to go through maybe what works, maybe what doesn't work. And that information is going to be very critical when you file your intellectual property. Oh, see, that's why it has a great value, because not only is that potential licensee wants to see proof of concept, so do you, and so does the patent attorney if you're eventually going to work with one. It's also going to help when you follow your provisional patent application because now you kind of know what works and what doesn't work. Also, you might just file a design patent if it works out beautifully and it works great. Maybe that's all you need. So that exercise of building that prototype can be extremely beneficial. Very simple, you guys. Down below, you can see these prototypes I made at the local copy place. They were rotating markers. And up above, you can actually see a production, a real production that's sold in the stores called Storybook Pens. I have mentioned before, I'm a sculptor by trade, and you can see from this photograph of a prototype of a sea lion. In the next photograph, you can see the real production that was sold in all the stores, including FAO Swartz. 
As you can tell, I love building prototypes, but you have to be smart and frugal with your time. Many times I would pitch an idea, as I mentioned before, with the sell sheet and if there was interest, then I'd build a prototype. You can see below, at the time I was in Modesto, California, and it's extremely hot. And I was worried that my daughter's food and her lunch pail was getting extremely hot during the day. So I came up with this idea. I called them Cool Pals, and you can see the prototype over here. And then you can actually see the production that hit the stores called Cool Pals. As you can tell, I love building prototypes, especially when I can make them by hand and they're very inexpensive to show proof of concept. Down below, you'll see a rotating cup that I struggled with for years to launch. There's the prototype there, and now you can see a pre-production sample. As I mentioned before, sometimes you can show a company a sketch just to license an idea. And here you can see this early sketch is called Fast Food Puppets, which the company absolutely loved. And from this drawing, they took it and made production samples. And eventually this was in all the stores called Fast Food Puppets, licensed just from a sketch. Here's the prototype for the Michael Jordan wall ball. As you can see, it's pretty rough, but it was very inexpensive to build. And once I sent it off to Ohio Art, that's all they needed to build the production Michael Jordan wall ball that was in all the stores and sold for over 10 years. The label was very simple to do, as you can see here. And also, if you watch the Alex Trebek commercial, that's actually a prototype my office made. Sundown Herbals presents its remarkable twist and learn label. It works like an herbal information center that helps you learn about herbs simply by turning the label. Sundown's new Twist and Learn label, where to turn for help. And next you can see real labels that were produced and also won many industry awards. Once again, you could see I made these very simple prototypes that I could make myself. So it was very easy to do and very, very inexpensive. So here, these are cups that are called Mix and Match. And here you're looking at a full production that's sold in all the Disney stores and theme parks around the world. So the question in my mind, it's not if you should build a prototype, it's really when you should build a prototype. So don't let anybody pressure you that you have to have a prototype. I know, I love prototypes. I wanna to touch it, I wanna feel it, I wanna see it. But if I had to build a prototype for every idea I've come up with, because this is a game of, of, of a lot of ideas, not just one. To be successful, to do this for a living, you're gonna come up with a lot of ideas. And if you had to spend the money and build prototypes for every one of your ideas, you're gonna go broke. So be careful, be frugal, be smart. Keep on watching these videos. I love prototypes. So the question is, it's not really if I should build a prototype, it's when I should build one. Build one when you have interest. That way you're gonna save yourself time, money, and heartache. Thanks for watching this video. Stephen Key here, and I'll see you on the next one.